You're very welcome to Sidetracks, the podcast of the show Tracks, which usually broadcasts of a Wednesday night on 93.9 Dublin South FM. We interviewed the band The Crayon Set for our 24th of March show, and we're going to replay that for you now. It was a really interesting conversation with Rob and Kate. Please check out their music at thecrayonset.com or just Google The Crayon Set. Very, very easy to find. Great band, really nice people. Enjoy. The weather's been atrocious on O'Connell Street. You're very welcome to Tracks here on 93.9 Dublin South FM. Now, the Crayon Set are a five-piece upbeat alternative pop band based right here in Ireland. They incorporate many different instruments in their arsenal, strings, trumpets, male and female harmonies, banjo, guitar, lately adding some synth to the mix. Formed in 2010, they've released two albums so far. Their latest single, Moment, with its dark but ultimately positive lyrics, might just be an anthem for the lockdown. Their new album is out in June. Hopefully loads of touring will commence after that. But first, they join us here on Tracks, Rob Baker and Kate Deneen of The Crayon Set. You're very welcome. Thanks for having us. Thank you. So um, I don't know if I jumped the gun there. Is it um, is it fair to say that the new song Moment has a just there's a darkness in it? There's kind of an element of trying to overcome some negativity in the in the world, and uh, I think a lot of people are experiencing that right now. Or am I completely wrong? <laughs> I, I couldn't even tell you what it's about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's kind of good that way because everybody has their own uh, interpretation that way. Yeah. Um. um when was it written? Was it a? It was written. It was written like four or five years ago now. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, awesome. even recorded like two two years ago. So I can't even remember far, that far back. Yeah, I think it was probably. Um, I think it was probably at a low point in not a low point in my life. But I was probably feeling quite down. So it was definitely kind yeah. of a uh, kind of um, trying not trying to pick myself up. Maybe it was, it was probably what I was trying to do with it. Yeah. But I wasn't sitting down to do that kind of consciously, I'd say. Sometimes kind of songs kind of reveal their meaning after you've written them bizarrely. It's kind of like you write them and then a couple of years later go, oh, yeah, that's what it was about. As exactly. opposed to kind of sitting down and go, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write a, a love song. Or I'm going to write a, a song about something. Sometimes they kind of write themselves, if that and, makes any sense. And um, just about the songwriting process, um, do you write most of the music, Rob, in the, in the band? Uh, mostly, yeah. I mean, Kate writes as well, and everybody writes. But um, I suppose um, I kind of set the band up because I was going and writing more songs. It was kind of a, a vehicle for that because uh, I wouldn't be the best singer in the world. I wouldn't be the best um, musician in the world. So it's kind of. Um, but I got into songwriting in a big way, so it kind of made sense to flesh it out with a with a, with a band, you know. Yeah, and uh, Kate, are you um, you're coming from a songwriting perspective as well? Do you? Um... What, what's your input then? Have you do you ever try to try and say, listen, Rob, this isn't good enough, and let's make it better? <laughs> I think it like um, I think definitely that songs, you know, obviously Rob always comes with the or like ninety nine percent of the time comes with the songs, and then it's usually kind of like a group effort, really. I suppose like I think they really get fleshed out in the practice, and that's when they really kind of come into their own a lot of the time. Um, when we are kind of like messing with them in practice, like people come with their own ideas and obviously there's five of us. So it's, uh, 
a good mix of ideas and um kind of opinions so that you know that's kind of when the like cool stuff really comes out I think as well um when when you got a good base and then you got something to work on um it's always kind of fun then to flesh it out and the the harmonies is that something that happens in the studio then or is that I mean is there a bass melody and then the two of you work together in the studio or how how does that come together because the harmonies are really great in all the songs just wondering what's the creative process there yeah, like I think um, again, it's, it's it's a bit of both, really, isn't it, Rob? Like it's sometimes yeah. like you'll have a specific idea. Sometimes kind of just that messing around. I think the really cool thing with this particular album that we did was um, that we we really had the kind of time to just like even you know we had it. I suppose we went in with a good few like base ideas again, but like yeah, on the day just kind of messing around and kind of re-recording over and over. That's like some I think some like nice harmonies came out of that as well when we were recording the vocals. Yeah. Yeah, because I think, I guess if we're, if we're kind of jamming songs, we're kind of limited to it being kind mm-hmm. of live. Whereas uh, I think we did do some good demos as well where we kind of layered stuff up to try different things. I guess when we were, you know, demoing the song. And then again in the studio, uh, our producer, uh, Stephen Shannon was quite encouraging about just, you know, trying different things. And again, we, he came up with, up with ideas as well. And uh, certainly layering up, I mean, Kate's, Kate's great. She can pick out, you know, loads of harmonies. So it was kind of like, well, try another harmony, Kate. And yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's like technique of like looping a line over and over and just keep singing harmonies. And he was recording all of them, like on top of it. Oh, okay. So right. yeah. pretty crazy, like, but um, yeah. It it's quite clever well. because you play, yeah, sorry, go on. Yeah, it's quite a <laughs> clever idea because it's kind of like um, he'd, um, you kind of forget what you're doing. You kind of get into a zone and you kind of go again, like, you know, a hundred times almost. Yeah. And you kind of forget yourself and actually do something good after a while. Yeah. And the, 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 in terms of the harmonizing, is, is it summer song where you're, okay, you're harmonizing with yourself? Is that where that kind of idea comes from? Or you're just in the studio and it's. it's yeah, that together. one. And um, Don't Step Back as well. I think it was kind of like, I'm pretty sure Stephen went off on lunch or something and just left oh. me. There. <laughs> 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 I, I'm not going back you've done something good <laughs> that's when the magic happens when the, the producers yeah. are watching um, it's always easier when no one's there as well especially with vocals mm. you don't want someone watching you uh, exactly and I think as well like with rehearsals obviously because we're quite a loud band sometimes it's hard to, to get those things worked out like sometimes me and Rob in the past have had like kind of sessions where we just work on vocals but it's nice to kind of have that space as well to kind of explore a bit more with it yeah, absolutely. Um, because just everybody's fighting for their, their own little patch when it's in rehearsal, aren't they? The bassist and the drummer and everybody wants their their input. It's always um, hard to compete with drummers, you know. Well, that's yeah. true, yeah. <laughs> um, just about the new album, where was it recorded? Where, where did you... Where did this... Um, this uh, it was done in... Um, Stephen Shannon uh, has a studio down in Crumlin in his, his back garden basically but it's a it, it's a, a cool little setup there yeah and um so yeah I mean we started probably over two years ago now yeah. and um we're, yeah we're, we're kind of uh perfectionist in terms of we always want to get it right so there's lots of kind of re-recording and mixing took forever and he was quite busy as well so um it was finally all done that kind of um this time last year and um then obviously covid and pandemic and stuff yeah hit. so uh we we weren't sure how that was gonna pan out so we said we'd wait until um uh, wait and see really 
and obviously nothing's gotten better in the meantime really yeah, so exactly. uh, you know we have we have another album written now at this stage you know which is good but <laughs> it's about time yeah. we actually put this one out as opposed to like i said some of the songs were written like five six years ago so it's kind of mm. like you know it's time to get on with our lives and to release them get them out yeah. um yeah so yeah what's what was that like then for the band because you're you're raring to go um a year ago and then all of a sudden it, it happens it happened to every band it's just the the breaks are put on so how did you guys um how did you deal with that uh, just as a, as a how, how did you deal with the cake yeah <laughs> um, <laughs> be honest, great, like, like it's hard you know because i think as well we've just kind of gotten to quite a good place like rehearsal wise and stuff and we had yeah. as rob said like some new songs you know we were working on getting the recordings like to a live stage and then suddenly it was just like the rug was pulled from under us like and for me anyway personally like I found it really hard to do anything musical or creative like because just with the lockdown and the the whole like uncertainty I suppose it really kind of um made things quite difficult um we did get together a bit like to rehearse when things opened up a bit but yeah I suppose that kind of uncertainty really is still there um yeah so but, yeah we've been trying to do other things I suppose like with the videos and that but yeah, it's been a tough year. Absolutely. And just keeping, so how do you, or what, what did you guys do to keep that, keep the band involved, keep motivated? Was there any, were you just swapping song ideas? Were you just focusing on the marketing side of things? Or what was the, what was the thing that kind of kept the, the thread of the band going through the, through the uncertainty? Uncertainty. We had a good patch back in kind of late August, September, where mm-hmm. things opened up again. And we rehearsed then for maybe five or six weeks. And that was sounding really good again. And that was kind of encouraging. It was like, okay, we'd kind of, uh, in some ways, sometimes a break can be good. And um, actually, we got back and, and we, like Kate was saying, we had a few new songs. And it was kind of a, almost a new direction as well, because they were sounding a bit different to... Um, the, the album that's not released yet um, so <laughs> <laughs> so that was kind of cool to have that progression uh, going on and um, yeah I, I guess I've been and Kate, Kate and I have been busy in terms of trying to um, we've kind of released a few singles so kind of getting those out and as you know yourself there's lots of work involved there that's probably more time consuming than the actual music making side of things you know and is that frustrating though as a, as a musician and you're trying to be creative and you're trying to do, I mean, it's about, it's about writing songs and performing and it's, it's all, that's what you, what you get involved in music for. And then all of a sudden you find yourself, it's three or four nights a week or what, how many nights a week uh, sitting in front of do, doing marketing and doing all the stuff that you, uh, that doesn't seem relevant to music. It seems like a difference um, industry altogether. I mean, how do you deal with that, or how do you reconcile that as a band, or even just as an artist? Uh, for me, I mean, I don't, I don't mind doing it. It's just the fact that it can be time-consuming, and it can be. Um, sometimes you don't get anywhere as well. So it's kind of like you know, it's it's fine when you're kind of uh, making connections, and generally people like the songs, but it can be kind of frustrating as well when. Um, when you're putting some hours in and you don't get anywhere, uh, for example, and uh, you, you can't really, you can't really beat yourself up either, or you can't really blame other people because 
other people have busy lives and they're probably getting 100 mails a day as, as well. So you kind of ha have to have um, some perspective on it, I guess. So just do your bit and then, uh, you know, leave it at that if that makes any sense. Because uh, yeah, it's absolutely, there's, 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 I mean, there's, there's just thousands of bands out there doing the same yeah. thing, yeah. And uh, sometimes you think, oh, yeah, I should, I should, we should be getting more airplay or whatever it is, but actually, you know, there's, there's loads of great bands out there, so it's kind of you know, uh, just yeah, I, mean, I think on the music side, you know, it's that's always the main thing, really. So, you, I mean, I think we're all looking forward to just, um, you know, playing music again, you know, yeah, instead of talking about it, actually. Yeah. yeah, it's just that dreaded press release, you know, the, trying to write that when you're saying, if you could just listen to the song, <laughs> you don't have to, you don't have to write about it. Um, so just when, in terms of playing live, so you, your, your five piece, has it been the same five people since the start or have they come and gone or what's the, the what's the lineup like? Yeah, long story, a very long story, unfortunately. Um, yeah, no, it's it's been around, because it's been around for so long, people have kind of, come and gone over the years. Uh, Georgia plays bass have been there since nearly the start. Uh, but this, this lineup, I mean, Kate's been uh, here since the, the previous album as well. So yeah. um, it's, uh, it's, it's, we kind of have a core, I suppose, lineup that's been here for four or five years, I guess, mm -hmm. with, with Phil on drums as well. Um, so, um, but yeah, people have kind of come and gone. I mean, at one, at one point there was like nine in the band, which is completely- okay, right. Yeah, ridiculous <laughs> because you know, you know, trying to organize that was just hell. I'll tell you right now. <laughs> what I was thinking, it's gonna be bad enough at five, never mind at nine. God, yeah. uh, trying to fit everybody on a stage and stuff, you know. Um, so it's uh, we've kind of slimmed down a bit, uh, which is good. It's actually sounding better as a result. I think mm. back then it was kind of like, uh, I think, um. I think I was thinking like, you know, Arcade Fire, Broken Social Scene, those kind of bands with a kind of huge sound. Mm. But it's fine if you have like, you know, um, the setup and, and the money and stuff like that kind of thing. But you're, otherwise, you're much better off just bringing those in when you need them for recording or for, you know, mm. a special gig or whatever, as opposed to trying to make it a, a weekly event, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, so, so in terms of performances, do you... Is, is it more enjoyable now at five than nine, or do you find yourself you have to do more on stage? Is there, is there more work to do now on stage? Or I mean, what's the how much fun uh, do you have on stage now at five as opposed to eight or nine? Yeah, it's much better now to be honest. It's just um, even like venues aren't set up, you know, in terms of the venues we play, they're not set up to have nine a nine piece band on stage, yeah. you know. They the sound engineers are going just literally have a heart attack when they kind of walk in, you know. <laughs> So, um, someone sitting on the floor, like. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so that's probably why we're in getting gigs for forever. It's like, oh no, we're, we're not having those guys back again, you know. Um, so uh, it's and it's um, it's actually better. I think when you when you, well, it wasn't nine for very long, but even like when it was like six or seven, in the band, um, everybody kind of wants to play all the time, which is kind of a problem. You know, nobody yeah. wants to sit there kind of twiddling their thumbs. Yeah. So, uh, and sometimes less is more, as you, as you kind of know yourself. And even recording this album with lots of other, some songs were definitely busier. And actually, once we actually started recording them and listening back, it was just better off just leaving stuff out as opposed to adding more right. was often the way forward, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Kate, you were solo artist before, before joining um, the Queen's Yeah. 
yeah, I still do a little bit of solo stuff, I suppose, yeah. um, when I have time, <laughs> exactly, yeah. when I had time. Um, so, yeah, I yeah, just do a bit of singer-songwriter, kind of um, bumming around in that scene, really. And what, what's the, how do you find a difference between being in a band? Do you prefer being in a band? So. Oh, yeah, def- yeah, like definitely, because I think it's just nice to, you know, not do something alone at the end of the day you know when you're kind of going around by yourself and like as Rob was saying like even just the emailing and the plugging and all that kind of stuff like it's so much um harder on your own you know when you've no one to even like bounce ideas off or um you know complain with or whatever it is you know um it's it's definitely better and like as well like going to gigs or playing gigs live and rehearsals and stuff you know it's a lot more fun yeah. when you're like with other people and it's a, it's a more creative process I think as well like work with others definitely yeah the, in the gang kind of the um in it together kind of thing is always good mm-hmm. yeah um and just in terms of the, the sound evolving then the, the latest stuff is, is a synth element um where did that come from or was that just a natural progression from what you're interested in or was it a conscious decision just to do something different uh it was it was, I guess, um, natural, and it was also kind of, I guess, we wanted to mix things up a little bit. I think the last album was um, the one before this was uh, fairly acoustic and kind of a kind of folk rock kind of thing. So it was a kind of a case of um, let's try something different. And um, part of the reason we um, we chose Stephen Shannon as well because he's he has a he's uh, very good in that field. He has a a project called Mount Alaska who, who are really good so it's kind of a case of get somebody who really knew what they're doing with synths so we had mm-hmm. we had some bits but he definitely helped a lot to um to you know to, to add stuff there and, and in terms of sound as well he was he's um we were kind of messing around with kind of crappy keyboards where he had the, the real the real deal in terms of old synths and stuff you know so literally everything just sounded um a million times better you know mm. was it uh, who was playing the keyboard part were you trying to teach yourself since um no the synth parts are very complicated they're all just you know a couple of notes so that was that yeah. was fine it was more okay. just actual gear it was was um uh, in terms of playing it live kids um gone got a nice synth there uh, a while back so okay. but we're also looking at maybe using backing tracks as well a little bit to try to um okay. recreate it because it'll be quite difficult to and uh, get everything kind of sounding as good as the album to be honest so um, we're, we're kind of looking at that once we get back rehearsing maybe trying to use um some backing tracks as well yeah um so the new album is out in june and probably july but, now <laughs> july, the summertime um yeah. and what what is what, has it got a name it's called a downer disco it's downer kind of a disco. joke name don't take it too seriously <laughs> <laughs> and uh what's the what's the plan with i mean i'll try and get gigs and things like that but um is there a post lockdown plan have you anything in the pipeline uh what one cool thing we're planning to do is we have the use of a theater down in waterford so we're going to do okay. we have someone doing some kind of, uh live visuals for us as well so we're going to do like uh, record some of the album probably mm-hmm. five six songs uh, there and um, just hopefully that will help us get us some gigs as well. But should... where in Waterford is that? It's uh, the uh, Theatre Royal. Uh, Theatre Royal, yeah. So are you going to set it up like a like a live show and just perform, or what's the? I haven't really, yeah, I haven't really figured out because it might look it might look a bit 
naff with no one there kind of thing. Um, <laughs> so I haven't actually got that far as to give uh, any ideas on. Can you maybe let us know what, what do you recommend? <laughs> Theatre Road's Sorry. a great, great idea though because it's not something that you see very often in uh, rock and roll. So some, something. Uh, Something alternative, I suppose. So, yeah, it'd be great. It's a nice little theater. Um, so, and, and then in terms of uh, your media, where's the best place to, to find you? Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. We're, we're everywhere, really, I think. Um, yeah. The one that you use predominantly, or is there one that, that suits? Well, I mean, because uh, I, I talk to different artists and they swear by Twitter. They say Twitter's the best thing to use. And then other, others would say Instagram's the best. And others say, They'll only ever use Facebook. Is there one that you predominantly use for networking or for, for reaching out to fans or what's where's your I'm kind of, most comfortable? Yeah, I'm place? kind of yeah, I'm, I'm kind of addicted to Twitter, unfortunately. So I'm on yeah. there. It's kind of uh Facebook can be, is is kind of a difficult. I, I don't know. It's it's quite good for certain things, I guess. Um but uh Kate does her our Instagram. Um <laughs> Why are you laughing, Kate? Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I'm the best Instagram manager, but yeah, it's tough. Like, because you're trying to think of a good creative visual constantly. But um, like, yeah, I suppose I'm of the Instagram crowd. Like, that's probably yeah. my preferred. But uh, <laughs> although I do have a, I have developed a bit of a TikTok addiction during uh, the lockdown. <laughs> All right, okay. I'm not proud of it. <laughs> <laughs> Someone can explain to me what TikTok is. That would be, be great. I've heard about it. Um, oh, it's brilliant. Oh, and if, you, if you get stuck into it now, like it's a, it's a rabbit hole. Uh-oh. Well, <laughs> I'm, done, do it. I'm like you, Rob. I'm on Twitter a lot, so that's, uh, <laughs> if I can sneak to that, I'll be in. It's quite good to know what's going on, I think, is the main thing with Twitter. You kind of, um, you kind of do make connections and you kind of, I guess, hear about things and stuff. I think you pick up on what's, going on and stuff like that so it's quite useful that way but i'm not sure it's worth being on there you know three hours a day kind of thing which i'm you know yeah uh, which is one of the downsides of lockdown where it's, it's easy to reach for the phone instead of the guitar isn't it that's the, yeah that's the problem um i really hope the new album goes well and i really like the the, the theater royal um idea that sounds great um come back to us with more ideas though and for how yeah, we make I'll, this I'll work. something yeah <laughs> So uh, the crayon set, if you Google the crayon set, you'll, you'll find you. It gets easy, easy enough to find. And um, Downer Disco is out in the summertime. Uh, Kate and Rob, thanks a million for joining us. Really appreciate it. Thank you Thank all. You. Really appreciate it.